AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back in. Nick Redding for Colin Cowherd on the Herd. About 40 minutes from now, we're going to do something that's never been done before in Herd history. We're going to do an interview where the two people are sitting at the exact same height as Eric Mangini joins me in this studio to talk a little football. In about six minutes, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but the only person from my Syracuse graduating class who's more successful than me, Adam Lefko, is going to join us. That was like an arrogant thing, but also a compliment to Lefko. Uh, he's going to join us. But first, oh, and Alex Curry's here as well. Um, Alex, how are you? I'm, Alex is far younger than me. So, yeah, and not I also. Much. Uh, far younger. You, Joy Taylor. We're the same, that, same. That's a different. Yeah, it's a different. Listen, there's, there's, two, there's two groups of people okay. that I'm constantly competing with. Who? People in my Syracuse, you know, either graduating class or the year before, year after that area. Yeah. And Lefko's the only one I'm, I'm, I'm striving for. <laughs> and then everyone in the media younger than me. So that's like uh. you, Acho, Joy, uh, Mina, Pablo, those folks. I got I, there's a, those are the people that I'm you know I'm always I'm kind of measuring myself against. So you enjoy are right on my heels. What about Colin? Because you said you thought you finally outdid him when you got did you get Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes and then no, you got I Tom got Brady on, and then you then got, Tom, he got Brady Tom Brady the next on. day. Yeah, yeah, but then I got Caleb. I got Caleb okay, Williams, his okay. guy. But Colin's it's always a different a competition. thing. We work in sports. Everything's yeah. competitive. You got to keep it. You got to keep it. You got to keep it light. Got to keep 100%. it fun. One hundred percent. 
And my, and my best hope with Colin is not so much that I will reach the heights that he has gotten to. It's eventually he'll start slipping and he'll come down. And uh, th- that's, that's the idea. You just got to keep going. So there's wonderful Alex Curry. She'll be with us for the entirety of the show. I Before we get to Adam Lefko, I want to tell you real quick, the five NBA storylines I'm most interested in this uh, for this stretch run of the year. Number five. Eastern Conference supremacy, which I did not think was actually on the line as recently as 10 months ago, is. So here's the logic behind it. The Bucs won the title two years ago, best player in the world. And it's like, okay, this is their conference. And I know some people fell in love with the Nets. I was not one of them. And then last year, the Bucs, I thought, were going to run roughshod over everyone en route to another title. But Middleton gets hurt. Tatum plays, you know, unbelievably up until the finals. And the Celtics get there. So now people are treating it like Boston, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Boston. But then there's Philly. A Philly team that going into this season was my pick to win the East. A Philly team that right now you feel like with some of the moves they made at the deadline should be rounding into form. And if Philly were to win the East, then it's like, oh, okay, this is truly a three-team race moving forward. One other note on Philly, and I'm actually going to talk to Lefko about this. Joel Embiid right now is on a very odd list. It's him, Dominique Wilkins, and Bernard King as the greatest players in NBA history, forgetting never to win a championship, forget never to win a, or make the finals, to never make a conference finals. Can Philly snap that this year? In order to do that, they're either going to have to move up to the one line or going to have to beat at you know Boston or Milwaukee in round two. Number four on my list, Luke and Kyrie, an all-time sports gamble. So the Mavericks, I believe that trading for Kyrie is going to be one of the reasons ultimately Luka signs somewhere else when he's a free agent three years from now. And that's, or four years from now, three years from now. Then that's somewhere else, probably Miami, because it always seems to be Miami or the Lakers, and I don't think it'd be the Lakers. They, I don't think long-term this has any chance of working. It also is possible Kyrie is a Laker in five months. But short-term, can Luka, for the first time in his career, Playing with another all-star, share the ball. I think he can. I think the reason he plays the way he has is because he's never had a great player alongside him. And can Kyrie show you he can be a part of winning basketball without LeBron James alongside him? Number three, and we don't have to belabor this point, but will the NBA MVP award, not the person, the award, regain its stature as the most important individual award in American professional sports or will it simply be the analytics award in which case I guess Jokic will win it every year or are we going to let logic sanity and history regain some type of precedent when it comes to giving away an award that has been won three straight times by three people ever and those three people were the greatest defender ever the guy who held the scoring title for the 40, first 40 years of the league's existence, essentially, in Russell and Wilt, and then the legendary Larry Bird, who had a couple championships under his belt already before he was winning multiple league MVPs. Number two, LeBron and AD. 
Is LeBron going to be able to make good on his promise, which I think was not only a promise but a challenge to Anthony Davis? LeBron said these final 23 games are 23 of the most important games of his career. What does that mean? I think it means LeBron and LeBron said he's going to try to play all 23. I don't think that's likely, but I think you play maybe 20 of them, maybe miss the three back-to-backs they have the second night of the back-to-backs. But is Anthony Davis going to meet that, and is Anthony Davis going to, for this stretch run, play like he did at the beginning of the season, which was as good as we had seen from Anthony Davis since the year the Lakers won the title. If they do that, then they absolutely can go 14-9, and which is what they need to do to ensure they're in the play-in. And then number one, Phoenix and Kevin Durant. On paper, they are a juggernaut. Let's assume if they can't stay healthy, then it's a moot point. If they stay healthy, can KD, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker do what this team on paper absolutely should do, which is easily win the West and then probably win the title? Those are the five biggest questions. We can show them to you. The five biggest questions for me for the remainder of the NFL season. Is there going to be a top dog clear cut in the Eastern Conference? Is there going to be a three-team race for years to come? Uh, Luke and Kyrie. Is Jokic going to win his third straight MVP? LeBron and AD. And then, of course, the Suns. And we are joined now by one of the best-dressed people in sports television. A man really single-handedly trying to bring turtlenecks and Asics tennis shoes back to popularity. A man who, uh, you know, uh, does hand-to-hand combat literally and figuratively with Shaquille O'Neal on a weekly basis. And a man who I believe the last time you and I did any media together was the 2006 NFL Draft when you and I did a seven-hour radio show from Z89 in Syracuse, he is, of course, TNT's Adam Lefko. Lefko, how are you doing, man? I know not great. Uh, I just don't want to be talking to you because I don't think people understand. Look, Nick and I have, we've done a lot of great things together. We've taken a lot of money from sports books. We've made great content yeah. together. Whenever we hang, yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful moment. Uh, but hours before his favorite team was playing my favorite team in the Super Bowl, I mean, I have a good relationship with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey to after the game, they were saying, hey, man, sorry, sorry, your team lost. That's yeah. that's friendship. Hours before this Super Bowl, I get a text from him that reads. And again, I'm full tailgate in Arizona. I'm very sorry for what is about to happen to your team. And then one word massacre. I didn't respond. <laughs> I just let it hang there for weeks. And then he doesn't afterwards say, I'm sorry, or, you know, no. hey, man, it was a great game. He just sends me no. video of him hugging my friends, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> yeah, and Travis right. Kelsey. That's and he's true. like, isn't this great? And I had to well, respond, man, I'm happy for you. And I just yeah. saved it for this moment to let you know Lef- you're a bad friend. Uh, I am a bad friend. Lefko's a great – Lefko was at Mahomes' wedding in Hawaii. Lefko uh, was – by the way, I'm now – you're going to expose me. I'm going to expose you. Lefko was texting Travis Kelsey in the middle of the night, days before the Super Bowl, trying to mess with, as as he put it to me, what did you call it, his rim patterns? Yeah, you, no, his you circadian were, rhythm. His circadian rhythm. like 12 <laughs> – I was like, hey, man, yeah. super happy for you. Just to, like, wake yeah, him up. Yeah, just to, to mess with him. Wake him up. Try to Because Lefko's a diehard Eagles fan. 
Uh, and, of course, listen, there's no shame in blowing a double-digit lead in the Super Bowl to Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's not, you're not the first team to do it. You won't be the last team to do it. Nor the last. Uh, so let's, no. just, let, let's just start there for just a moment, then we'll get to the NBA. So I, before I brought you on, I showed this graphic of the uh, Eagles' potential free agents because Matt Bowen had yeah. the 50 best free agents uh, in the NFL this coming season, and seven of the 50 – are on your team. That's fourteen percent. Mm. How as a as, and people know you from basketball, but you kind of rose to prominence, you know, with a great football podcast with Chris Sims, and you're obviously yeah. a huge football guy. How and a huge Philly guy. How concerning is this for you as an Eagles fan? Please keep those names on the screen so I can go through it. I think what's important yeah. is that. Uh, how he addressed two of these in, in recent drafts. So Javon Hargrave was a big free agent signing, but they just took Jordan Davis in the first round. Yep. You have to imagine that development will keep him on the field. Isaac Sayamalo has had a few great years with the Eagles in terms of that offensive line, but they've drafted Landon Dickerson, Cam Jurgens in recent years. So there's a lot of young O-linemen uh, in the pipeline. They, they pretty much said today C.J. Gardner-Johnson is going to be franchise tags, so they're going to sign him. Bradbury always felt like a one-year play. T.J. Edwards, while great, the Eagles do not prioritize linebackers. What I'm thinking about, Nick, is can my team do with our quarterback what your team did with Patrick Mahomes? Sign him to a long-term deal, not at the max every year like Josh Allen, who's making 50 a year, but can it be more in the 40s and then kind of make a deal with our young quarterback? We want to put talent around you. I'm... Absolutely worried because last year felt like the perfect storm. We all talked about it leading into it. It's a, a bottom-of-the-barrel schedule that they were facing. They took advantage of it with a young team, with a quarterback not making a lot of money. But if that offensive line stays together and Jason Kelsey comes back, they could do this again because it's the sure. best O-line in sports. And with Hurts doing what he did in the Super Bowl, how could your confidence not be on high? All right, the, and Jason Kelsey coming back to be huge. And here's one other silver lining, and this is what I was going to send you after the Super Bowl, but I didn't know how you know, raw the emotions were. If, you know, if the Chiefs do what I think they're prepared to do, which is probably reel off three, four of these in a row or something, I wonder if the NFL retroactively gives you guys like a smaller trophy if in this Chiefs run you guys played them the closest. It's like, hey, you didn't win the Super Bowl, but nobody did. At least you played them within a field goal. Here's a small Lombardi. Like, do you think that's on the board or no? The only reason that I am not filled with vitriol and rage is because it's Andy, Pat, and Travis. And yeah. I am so happy that Pat and Travis will go down as the best quarterback tight end duo of all time. I have been saying, I, I would honestly say sooner than you did, that Patrick Mahomes is going to be the greatest quarterback of our lifetime, out of any lifetime. Uh, I... We were calling him the Brett Favre of when he was coming out of that draft from Texas Tech. So, like, the only reason yeah. I'm okay is because my love for Pat is endless. But the fact that you just don't talk about the hold at the end and that penalty, uh, the fact hold? that – What are you talking I, about? Just – exactly. The, the, what do you mean? It, it's arrogant. What, you, it's pure arrogance. The hold arrogant. that Bradbury admitted to? Are we talking about that hold? What are you talking about? The missed call. We're talking about the Chiefs touchdown after a forced fumble return that got overturned very no, that, questionably. That I don't even know what we're talking about. Such nonsense. What? That is such what? nonsense. What? He barely, I, I, he I, I caught step. the ball. 
He caught the ball. He turned. The ball was on the ground. Uh, my guy was running with Nick Bolton. The referee went like this, signal touchdown, and then all of a sudden points are off the board. And I'm told the refs were biased for me? Give me a break. Uh, all right. So we can move on. Uh, we, can, we can talk some NBA because I, yes, I don't want to. I we actually can. this is kind of a bait and switch. I asked Lefko to come on here to talk All Star and NBA stuff, and now I'm just torturing him about the Eagles. It's TNT's Adam Lefko. All right, let's actually stay in Philly though. Uh, so before the year, I picked the Sixers to win the East. I think Giannis is the best player alive. I think it's unquestioned, but I was worried about Middleton. Those worries have proven out. I never believed in the Nets. The Nets are now done. The the Celtics. Mm. I do listen. Uh, Missoula has done a very good job, but I thought the loss of Udoka could hurt him. This is your team. How do you feel about this Philly team compared to the? Let's be fair. The Philly teams of recent years that have been, you know, disappointing come the postseason. I think this Philly team is deeper and more talented than a lot of NBA casuals realize. I also think that James yep. Harden, for the first time as a Sixer, truly looks healthy. I think that's the reason, though, all Sixers fans, in the end, we can be confident, but we have Doc Rivers and James Harden in the playoffs. And I, and I don't say this to insult yeah. them. I say this as just looking at track records. Uh, because in a seven-game series, when it comes down to adjustments and the ability to go a full seven-game series, Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Middleton, or Tatum, Brown, and the nine guys that they have on their bench – just seemed too overwhelming. But the fact that the Nets are gone, that was my fear is, are they even going to get uh, to the second round? Who are they going to face? Because I'm, uh, the Sixers can handle the Cavaliers and every team that happens after that. I'm truly not worried about that. Look, I, I had a chance this weekend at All-Star to see a lot of these guys. And talking to guys like Brogdon and Grant Williams and, and even Tatum, uh, they really believe that that game against the Bucks, where they were missing – uh, Tatum, Brown, Smart, Horford, and took that Bucks team to overtime, that was a statement game for them. They were telling me in their locker room, I think to the rest of the NBA, like, listen, the Sam Housers of the world, like th- how deep they can go on their roster and how close they are as a team. The Celtics are locked in right now. But I, I just don't know if the Sixers can handle a seven-game series against Giannis. And, and the fact that this wrist injury is not a big deal, that's where I believe that the road will likely come to an end. And I think we get a rematch of the semifinal game in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Hopefully with both teams fully healthy. I'm still, you know, listen, I, I, I'm still of the strong belief that if Chris Middleton's healthy, it's not just the Bucs win that series, the Bucs win the championship. With no, I'm not trying to disrespect mm. the Warriors, and I know the, Draymond and those guys already don't like me. That's fine. But I just don't think they had any, that Warriors team had any answer for what Giannis could have done. Let's go out west for a moment. Do you look at this the way the odds makers do and seemingly the way the entire media does, which is it is Phoenix now and then everybody else or any trepidation there? I think so because every time I sat on the Tuesday night desk with Shaq and Candace and Jamal and we would talk about the Western Conference, it was like a Baskin-Robbins pick-your-favorite-flavor. Oh, I kind of like Memphis. Oh, I kind of like Denver. If jo- if if Nikola Jokic performed in recent playoffs to the point where we didn't question his MVPs every year, then it would be the Denver Nuggets without question. But every playoffs, we get to a point where the other team targets him defensively, and we sit here and we go, is he just a regular season guy? I'm going to give you another anecdote because I think it's my job as a more famous media member than you. 
I was at a party during All Star <laughs> Weekend with Chris Paul. Yes. And I'm sitting there. We're having a great time. And he calls over KD, and we're having a drink. And you know what Chris Paul said to me on seven different occasions? He whispered it to me because that's the respect that we have for each other as a prominent yeah, media member. You'll get there one day. Yeah. He would lean into me and he would go, <laughs> "That's my teammate. That's my teammate." There is such a joy and such an elation right now. And I could tell from the way that other players were interacting. You know when like they come over and they kind of push you? And, and like almost yeah. saying, this isn't fair. That is the sense right now in the NBA. And I think the other thing is everyone is expecting a very short adjustment period because of the IQs that are on this team. It's not going to be hard for Chris Paul, Booker, and Kevin Durant to figure out where they need to be to space this out. And everyone's saying that they're not deep enough. I, just look up their two deep depth chart. And everyone, like, Josh Kogi is not a scrub. You know what I mean? Like, they got three no, guys. No, if they stay they healthy, they've they're, they're got depth. They're fine. If they yes. stay healthy, their concern is that Chris Paul is a huge injury risk five years ago, much less now. KD post Achilles, it's a tragic, but has turned into an injury risk. And Booker, who's not an injury risk, was actually already hurt this year. Their concern is not depth to me, and it's about will they have enough time to kind of get everyone together, but KD can fit with everyone. All right, they said we only have time for one. Go ahead. Go ahead, Adam. I was just going to say, when, when we're getting ready for draft season, when you hear people saying that, oh, he's a good leader, it often means he doesn't have arm talent for a quarterback. When the yeah. only issue with a team is injuries, it means they have no issues. And that's where we are with yeah. the Suns. All right. They said I only have time for one question. I'm actually going to ask you two. The first one's yes or no. Do the Lakers make the play in? Yes, because I think they have okay. to. All right, I agree. And then last one is this. Kyrie Irving, game one of next season, is wearing what uniform? I'm going to say Phoenix Suns. That's with, with no Phoenix intel. Suns? Yeah. Ky oh, I didn't even have that on the board. Oh, I, I thought Kyrie Irving? Wow, I thought you might say Lakers, might say Mavs, Phoenix Suns. Wow, listen, and this listen, is a guy you gotta who... you got to mix it up. Wow. Chris Paul's whispering in your ear, and now you're giving his job to Kyrie Irving. No. Some friend you are. Good job. Wow, Adam Lefko. I'm not going to get invited to that party again. There's TNT's Adam Lefko, my dear friend. Appreciate you, brother. Love you guys. And shout out to 790 in, in Louisville. This is the first time they've been on since I've left. I love you. I miss you, Nick. You're the man. All right, thank you. There's the great Adam Lefko. Watch him on TNT. Take a quick break. Come right back. Nick right in for Colin The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Nick Ryan for Colin on the Herd. New year, new wireless plan. Switch to consumer cellular and save up to half on your wireless bill. Plus, for a limited time, get an additional $25 off your bill at consumercellular.com slash the herd. Promo code the herd. Before we get to Alex with the news, I listen, the franchise tag window opens today. And we've talked today about how I think that the Ravens' best option, since they're not going to give Lamar the deal that he wants, is to trade him. Because his value is, the closer he gets to actual free agency, the lower the value and the return is going to be. And a lot of people's response, media and viewers otherwise, is just t- kick the can down the road, essentially. Just franchise tag him for $45 million bucks and see if he's healthy this year. See if he's grown as a passer. And then maybe you will give him the guaranteed deal. I am very surprised how many people are confident that if Lamar Jackson is franchise tagged, he will sign it and he will play. Lamar seems strident, understandably, in his belief of what he deserves. I think he also understands that the way he plays quarterback and the offense the Ravens have won, have run has put him at a greater risk than most quarterbacks, more wear and tear. He knows he's one of only two ever unanimous MVPs in league history, and he knows what other players who have accomplished far less have gotten. And we have seen that Lamar is going to be cautious about his long-term health by how he has handled his injuries the end of the last two seasons, last year in particular, when he has no guaranteed money Later in his contract, is each of the last two years, he had no guaranteed money. This year, I should say, no guaranteed money, and he would have no guaranteed money at the end of this coming season if he were to play under the franchise tag. I am not at all as convinced as everyone else seems to be that if they tag Lamar Jackson, he's simply going to sign it. I think it is absolutely in play. He would say, I'm not signing it. And then all of a sudden, by the way, their ability to... Then it becomes a game of chicken a staring contest, and Lamar Jackson strike me as the blinking type. Here's Alex Curry with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news! This is the Herdline News. Well, Nick, when uh, Mac Jones was injured last season, Bailey Zappi stepped in and played well enough that some were calling for him to keep the starting job. Now, Jones eventually came back to finish out the season and is not in any trade rumors right now, but Albert Breer speculated that the Patriots may not see a huge difference between the two young quarterbacks. 
internally, I don't know if they see like this just massive gap between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Like, I'm not saying they think that Bailey's as good as Mac, but there was some element of Bailey doing what he was being coached to do last year that I think gave Bailey the edge to some degree for a little while there. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see what I think it'd be interesting to see what what would happen if a real offer came along. I don't think that a real offer is going to come along, you know, but it'd be interesting to see what would happen if a real offer did come along. Now, Zappi looked pretty good in the two games that he started for Mac Jones. He was 2-0 in those games, and let me give you some other numbers. He had a 74.5 completion percentage. He threw for 497 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception, and had 112.5 passer rating. So, if a team came to you with an amazing offer for Mac Jones, do you flirt with the idea of taking it? 100%. I wouldn't need an amazing offer. They spent, what, the 15th, 16th pick on him? If someone offered me a mid-first rounder, just what I spent on him, yeah. I'd trade him in a heartbeat. Listen, I the Mac, the two highest scoring games for the Patriots last year were Bailey Zappi's starts. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think Bailey Zappi is the answer for them, but I don't think Mac Jones is either. And what you saw was the, and this is, and I'm going to talk to Coach Mangini about this in 10 minutes, one of the limitations of when you put training wheels on a quarterback like they did with Mac his rookie year is sometimes when you take him off, he rides the bicycle right into oncoming traffic. So they they, they had a very conservative <laughs> offense his rookie season. This year they tried to open it up a bit and he started turning the ball over every game. And then when he came back after he got hurt and when Zappy was done, he, and he stopped turning the ball over, they went back to that super conservative offense. You add to that, he's, I don't, I didn't think he conducted himself great with the way he was screaming at the coaches and kind of like doing a lot of it's not my fault temper tantrum stuff. So yeah, I listen, I don't think anyone's offering you a first round pick for Mac Jones, but if they were to, I would 100% trade him. Yeah, I'd have no problem with that. Pages need to mix something up this season. Whatever it is, they got to figure it out. Yeah. But let's talk yep. some Eagles because A.J. Brown had career oh. highs in catches and receiving yards and tied his career high in receiving touchdowns with Jalen Hurts in Philly last season. Now, Hurts is eligible for a contract extension, and Brown is making it clear to the Eagles organization that he wants them to lock in their quarterback. He said, listen, I love Philly. If you do not pay this man, just ship me off wherever he's going to go. So you talk about pressure. Howie, get it done. Yeah. So Yeah, well, this is – go ahead. Sorry, Alex. Go no, ahead. No, no, I, I have a belief that if you have your guy, you pay him. He just got you to the Super Bowl. He was in the MVP conversation the entire season and ended up being the runner-up to Patrick Mahomes. He's only going to get more expensive. Who, what else are you going to do? You're going to have to pay him eventually. Just pay. Just pay the man. Well, yeah, and I think the Eagles are planning to pay him, even though they got bit by paying Wentz early. But Wentz didn't have any, you know, Wentz hadn't played in the playoffs at all when they paid him, and they paid him anyway. Jalen, listen, I will admit, I was not fully bought in on Jalen as a franchise quarterback until about that moment right there in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it till, took you all until the way to the Super Bowl? You were one yeah, of those. Yeah, it did because I was one of those. Listen, I will admit it. I, 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 I will absolutely admit it that my question was if, the, if you are stifling the Eagles in the run game and he has to pass, can he do it? 
And then in the damn Super Bowl, he was dropping dimes. He, yes, he was killing the Chiefs with his legs, but he also was dropping dimes, and he was terrifying to be going against. And so I don't. AJ Brown is advocating for his guy, which I yeah. respect, but I don't think he needs to. I think Jalen's going to get a very good long-term contract, and he's earned it. Let's die because he, uh, he. I didn't think he was great post-shoulder injury, even in the play, two playoff games. But then he was so good in the Super Bowl. There's no doubt you got to pay him. There's no he, doubt whatsoever. He's your guy. Well, let's switch gears to the NBA because the Lakers have 23 sure. games to make a push for the playoffs this season. They're just two games out of the playing tournament right now. And Pat Riley thinks the Lakers have a real shot not only to get to the postseason, but win the title thanks to LeBron James. Now, Riley said he wants to win titles. That's what drives him. And so for him to continue to play at this level with the hope that this team is going to come together out there and Anthony Davis gets back, I think they've got a shot. I really do. And I believe he does too. Now, the bottom line is with this Lakers revamped roster, you still have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Now, we just heard LeBron James say the other day that these are the most important 23 regular season games of his career. So you know he's going to come out and absolutely kill it. It's going to come down to if Anthony Davis can show up in these 23 games. That's what it's going to come down to. He was averaging 22.5 points in the 10 games after he returned from his foot injury. And before that, he was averaging 27.5 points before. So he's got some room. He's He's got to get back to that level. He's got to get back there. And he and LeBron, so 23 games left. That's 46 games between the two of them. They've got to play in 41 of them. Yeah. Like, but combined, they both have to play, and they and I don't expect either one to play in all of them. But they each need to play in around 20 of them if the Lakers are going to have any chance do you think of they salvaging do? something from this season. I listen. I believe in LeBron. AD, I'm not as convinced in. AD, I, I love him, but the health stuff concerns me. There's Alex Curry with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is Steve Cavino And Rich Davis. And together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, welcome back in. Nick Wright in for Colin Coward on The Herd. And look at what we're doing. Doing like an old school television show nice. here on The Herd. And I asked him if, when I do an interview on The Herd if I'm supposed to have my seat up about six feet higher than it is. My dear friend, Coach Eric Mangini with us. Uh, I'm not going to make Coach congratulate me on, you know, my hard-fought Super Bowl victory. Uh, he doubted you did all so much work for I, that. I'm not, I did. I, I, you, listen, man, you, you got, OTAs. You get fan all, of all the year. Of it, all, I mean, all of it. Uh, did you say fan of the year? Fan of the year. How dare you? All right. I want to start with a guy you know really well, Brian Dable. Okay. So there's reporting Daniel Jones wants $45 million. I actually think that might just be trying to, like, prime the pump for no, no, no. $37 million would be fine to make that seem more reasonable. I think they're going to franchise tag him for $32 million. Here's my coaching question there. I think your guy Dable did a brilliant job in – trying to coach around some of Daniel Jones' limitations, lean into his strengths. But if you're going to franchise tag a guy with the hopes of finding out, can he be out, do we want to give him a long-term deal, can you as a coach make the decision, all right, we're now going to ask him to do things we don't really know if they're his strengths, so we can determine if he can be our guy for five years, even if, you know, week one of the year, it doesn't give us the best chance to win that game? Or do you have to always simply think about, as the head coach, just the right now, or can you have the broader view of it? Well, you, you have to have the broader view. When you start getting into this volume of money, you, you've got to go bigger picture. And Daniel Jones made progress with his completion percentage, did a much better job with turnover in terms of, of fumbles, uh, his, his interception to quarterback race. So that was, there was a lot of positives. But can he really win games, like win games on a consistent level? And can he give you a chance to compete for, for at least the playoffs and ideally a championship every year? And that's what you got to find out. So this first year, you're really happy with the progress that he made, but he's got to take an, another jump. And that's why you'd franchise him as opposed to sign him to a long-term deal. If last year was an aberration 
and you sign them a long-term deal, you're 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 sunk. You're sunk. Yeah. So if you spend this amount of money now, take another look at him, see if he progresses, and to your point, take some more chances with him, figuring that he's going to be further along in the system, further developed as a play caller, seeing the coverages, running the the, the offense, all those things. That should improve significantly in year two in the system. I, I actually think, and I understand everyone kills, understandably, the Patriots coaching staff situation this year. But I do think that's kind of what they tried to do this year with Mac Jones. Mac Jones' rookie year was very much, for lack of a better term, a paint-by-numbers offense. And he was very efficient, successful in it. And it felt to me like this year they tried to remove some of those constraints, maybe unintentionally, maybe intentionally, and he didn't show. He went backwards instead of going forwards. Now there's reports. I know you're skeptical of any reports coming out of New England <laughs> yeah. that they Cause, would. Because they always <laughs> let information out of New England. That's so, what we know. Right. So Albert yeah. Breer says they would consider moving off him. Do you buy? Well, let me ask you this. What do you think the Patriots right now think of their quarterback situation as a whole? I would imagine they feel like it's inconclusive because he has the success that he has his rookie year. And then you, you make the, the non-traditional move that they make for, from an offensive coordinator standpoint. He takes a step back. Now, look, this could just be a step back that a lot of second-year quarterbacks make. This may not just be tied into to who they had at an offensive coordinator. And you've got to go into year three and say, okay, is, is, is the first year the guy that, yep. that we have and now he's improved from that? And last year was a mistake that we made, or is last year more indicative of who he is when we do ask him to do more, when we do expect more from him? Because the expectations change from year one to year two, and that skews the evaluation as well. So I want to go all the way back to the very first year I was doing First Things First. It was on in the mornings. You were there a lot. And my partner at the time, Chris Carter, when we would talk about the Cowboys, he constantly would say, the 13-3 and three year, Dak's rookie year, that might end up being the best chance they had. And they didn't realize it at the time. It was the best chance they had. Perfect storm of a lot of things. And as it turns out, he was right. They haven't had a better regular season. They haven't had a better postseason since then. So for the Eagles, I think Jalen, Jalen proved a ton to me in the Super Bowl. I was a bit of a skeptic. I thought he was awesome. Roseman's really good. They have extra draft picks. I understand all of that. They also have... A, ESPN did a list of the 50 best free agents this offseason. Seven of them are Eagles. Their future Hall of Fame center, Jason Kelsey, might retire. A lot of moving parts here. Do you think for Philadelphia that it's on the board that they look three years, four years from now, look back on this season as, man, that was the best chance we had to win the Super Bowl and we were this close and just didn't quite get there? Well, I, I would have thought that, and, and when you look at it, it's 11 starters, too, that are free agents, so it's not just the top 50, yep. but there's 11 guys. But the, the thing that the Eagles have is they've got continuity in the front office, and they've done a real, really good job, and this is what all teams with continuity have an advantage uh, over the rest of the league with, is you take advantage of other people's chaos. So they go out and they get Bradbury in a, in a trade, they get A.J. Brown in a trade, and both those organizations had transition um, they picked up. Uh, they picked up Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Cha- Chauncey Gardner Johnson, Hassan Riddick, where yeah. he was a free agent. Free agent got him on so, a good deal too. And there's another organization that was in chaos. They made some trades. Uh, they made a trade right before the deadline too, and picked up Robert Quinn yep. right from the Bears. And he so, didn't even do much for him. But he, it was, he yep. didn't do much for him. But but it's that ability 
to take advantage of coaching staffs and organizations that may throw guys out because they don't fit their system and you get them at a discount. And to me, that ability will give them a chance each year to, to compete. And I was the same way with Hertz. I was a skeptic, but now I give them a lot of credit for having the the courage to move on from Wentz. I mean, they took a huge salary cap hit huge there. Hit. They 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 pushed forward a guy that a lot of people didn't believe in, and Hertz has proven them to, to, to be right. So their window is different because of the way that they've been able to navigate through and take advantage of a lot of teams in the league. Okay, um, since you brought up the Super Bowl, let's talk about the other team in it for a moment. Uh, so we talk about windows, uh-huh. and I know a lot of people, you gave, you, to your credit, you gave Mahomes credit a few years ago for taking the contract that he did, where it's not going to be the top. Right now, he's on average the fifth highest paid quarterback in football, and when Herbert, Burrow, Hurts, maybe Lamar, get new deals, it's only going to go down. He could be the 10th highest paid guy at his position at the start of next year. But it wasn't, the other part of that is, it's a 10-year commitment from Kansas City that the guaranteed money is misleading. I don't want to get into it. It's way more than it seems because his full salary and bonuses for the next year activate as guaranteed a year early. So in order to ever cut him, they would it would kill him. So it was risk on both sides, but it obviously has worked out really well for everybody involved. They ostensibly take a step back and trade Tyreek Hill. They play all these rookies. They win the Super Bowl anyway. Are the Chiefs now in a position, in your opinion, where they become the team that has the added benefit of older player, he's made his money, got a couple good years left, and is like, you know what, all I want to do is win a championship, I'll play there for a discount. You guys in New England became that at some point. Do you think that Kansas City is now in that position? Absolutely. Kansas City has so many advantages, and and the the reason I respect what what Patrick Mahomes so much and look I'm I was slow yeah to, to come around and I am slow on all these quarterbacks because it takes time but when you've got a guy that has success and says I don't need every single cent that I can get I want other guys on my team to get that one it's a great message for the locker room two it, it shows vision it shows leader it shows all these great characteristics so you've got and then by the way Kelsey did the same thing yeah when his contract was up he's the best tight end one of them ever I think the best ever but go it's ahead. tremendous because they see a much bigger picture and that re- that resonates with the guys in the locker room that resonates with guys in the league and if you're if you're in the, that phase of your career where you've made a lot of money and now you want to go get a, a ring you're thinking, this is where I want to go play. Not only do I have a great quarterback and a great locker room and a great situation, and there's young players emerging, but you've got a place that looks like it's pretty fun to play as well. Like it, it, It's not like you're just... New England can be a terrible grind, and, right. and you, you pay the price to win there. And I'm not saying that they don't work as hard in Kansas City, but it's a, it's a different feel Playing to it. Playing ring around the Rosie. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's yeah. Pretty fun. No. So, so from a from a marketing standpoint, yeah. If I'm a veteran guy, especially if I'm a defensive guy, if I can go make that defense better, yep. and and potentially win a, a ring or multiple rings, it's it's a great yeah. place. Back to back, coach. I mean, nobody's done it since. I you mean, guys. it's been a long. It's time. It's been a long so time. But how many, how many years have it been? It's been. I mean, oh three, oh four. So it's oh. been almost twenty years. But yeah, you know, so. things ever everything great comes to an end. And the Patriots being the premier <laughs> franchise that comes to an end. The Chiefs replacing it. Brady's tenure as the goat that eventually uh, will come yes. to an end. It'll be great. And you know what? I, everything you just said. You know what it sounded like to me? What's that? Odo Beckham to the Chiefs. A few million bucks. Why not, Odell? Come get a second ring. 
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I've been telling you about Tacova's boots for a long, long time. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for my listeners. Decovis will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of 100 bucks at decovis.com. Just use the code HERD at checkout. All you got to do, H-E-R-D. That's H-E-R-D at decovis.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.